0: Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender, licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358.
1: Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. Estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. It's very clear our economy is still in trouble. Now your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Starts with doing everything possible to get the COVID-19 under control. So that we can reopen our businesses safely, resume our lives, put this pandemic behind us. Broadcasting from the KVEC News Talk 9. Twenty and FM ninety six five studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? It's It's time for mortgage matters. Mortgage matters. Mortgage matters. Matters.
2: Matters. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Uh, welcome, Mike. Points. Thanks for helping out today.
3: You betcha. You like I don't to, even think you need to thank me anymore. I think I'm just part of the show now. Yeah,
2: you're just the regular thing. Well, I still am grateful for the help though, because even though the show is pre-recorded now, I still don't have, uh, I don't have it in with in me to do it myself
3: it's tough. That's a totally different dynamic.
2: Yeah. I feel like there have been plenty of like radio people that, um, do their show by themselves and, uh, manage to just make it work and, you know, have thoughtful pauses and whatever. But I just, I I don't think I can do that. I need somebody to talk to.
3: Yeah. And I mean, fortunately, you know, one of my gifts is that I have a easy
2: to listen to baritone voice you have very smooth pipes yeah (laughs) that's for sure
3: that's that's like one of the those are the two things that i still get complimented on just the other day really quick just the other day i was playing golf and i paired up with some guy you know how you go with a buddy and the course is trying to move things along. So they'll pay you up with another twosome. Yeah. And it just didn't feel like being the guy that was like, no, we can't play with you. So it's like, yeah, sure. No big deal. And as a,
2: as a loan officer, Hey, that's a marketing opportunity, man. That's
3: what I was just going to say. As a loan (laughs) officer, you just never know where that round of golf is going to take you, you know?
2: Yeah. And
3: midway through the round, this guy that I'm playing with is like, man, you have got like a voice for radio. I've been meaning to tell you this. I'm not trying to pick up on you. I just, I think you should be on radio. And I was like, well, a matter of fact, I am, you know? And they were like, oh my God, that's great. Well, and that then it turns good. out that his buddy, the dude that didn't pay me the compliment listens to the show. So then they were like, let's buy you a drink. And I'm no like, I'm way. Not really, not really famous. I'm just, I just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you have a great voice, it makes the content we're sharing easier. I mean, imagine if I was Bobcat Goldway.
2: Yeah, Uh, so two, since you're under my wing here, I'm going to give you two good, these are just sage words of advice for you now that you're big time. Um, One, when you get paired up with a random twosome, it's a good idea to find out quickly what people um, do for a living, and um, here's why. I played around a golf one time where on the I'm not kidding you. We were on 16 at Dairy Creek back in the in the day when that was a real golf course. And this gentleman shared with me that he was a pastor of a church.
3: Oh gosh, yeah, that's good to know.
2: And I was like, "Buddy, that's whole one information." <laughs> and I'm trying to think back as to whether I said anything there, I, you know, I mean, because golf, especially if you golf like me, you know, you <laughs> you might have an errant shot and say a word that you wouldn't like when you're in front of men on the golf course. You know. Oh, anyway, no doubt. Learn no those doubt. When things were, when early made on.
3: The Ten Commandments. They were th- the Lord's name in vain. One was was considered for golfers.
2: It's probably named, yeah so at any rate that that's just good advice uh, if we're paired up with strangers and you're going to golf um and then secondly also now that you're like voice recognizable on the radio I have to be particularly careful about um you know how you and i know see you're you're a man of class and um and taste and dignity uh but i got voice recognized more than once uh one time was coming out of smart and final this person said i figured it out on the the on the meat aisle and then happened to like you know follow you through the checkout stand here and i just wanted you to know i recognize your voice for mortgage matters and again i thought to myself like wow i i guess now i need to live my life like i'm constantly under the you know the, the scrutiny of you know people seeing yeah. you and and not, you know me i'm i'm pretty up the middle guy so it's not like i was you know doing something nefarious but it just reminds yeah. me that you know, as you, Mike, as you t- obtain this celebrity status, you just always have to be well aware.
3: But it was just, yeah, you well, can't thank even you see the that.
2: smirk on my face. I obviously, I, I'm in jest. I realize we're not, we're not celebrities. Not even using the term loosely, but. Um,
3: locally we're getting recognized it's all i don't feel like a celebrity i don't like ask for the best table
2: <laughs> do you know who i am do you yeah. even listen to kvec um, I, <laughs> that's funny um, Joe, Joe Giuseppe does listen to the show though he does love the show there is so many people that listen to the show and I do I I hear it regularly but also it's always fun for me I mean it was literally I was at a business meeting where just this morning somebody brought it up I was like I love listening to your show on the weekends and you know the other half of the room was like wait what are you talking about what do you mean show um, so Anyway, yeah. Um, all right. Well, welcome everybody. Um, it is September already the the second Saturday of September, as it would be, and um, we're just storming through this year. It's kind of wild um, and interesting, you know. I, Mike, I I gave myself a COVID test two days ago. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I. Gave- I had lunch with you and I was like sneezy and not feeling great and then I was like oh man I uh, so I went and got a covid test and and it was negative I don't even know why I was panicking Well you
3: ride a dirt bike you know <laughs> you ride a road you ride a road bike so i gotta imagine allergies just flare up from that thing
2: you know it's not really even allergy season i think the issue was i um i showered not long before i came to our lunch and when i was washing my face i felt i got some soap in my nose and it burned a little and made me sneeze but then it just didn't go away for several hours and then i was like oh i went to a um a large outdoor gathering Uh, just about 10 days ago. And I just, I don't know. I started panicking and then I started worrying like, well, now here I am seeing Mike and what if I give it to Mike? And so anyhow, I took a test. It was negative, but, uh, well, thanks. Thanks
3: for letting me know. And I think that's the responsible thing to do. You know, it's just, it's just so odd, but I do think that, um, you know, you mentioned the year flying by, we've got September, we've got October, um, you know, the kids are back in school the soccer games are going the football, football season started last the night Season started and then it's like november and the holidays come and boom then we're through the year so here we go
2: then you'll be writing down close. 2021 dating things wrong um i found a document this morning that i dated 2020 a month ago and i was like oh man don't i don't do that i'm behind the times um, but, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting year, and, um, you know, there's, there's data and things that I wanted to talk about today, and as I was preparing notes for the show, um, I stumbled across a few things that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, sometimes I worry that the content of our show almost sounds a little echo chambery where you know it's a lot of common themes right especially through the seasons it's like we're we're paying close attention to employment or inflation or you know just different different things and they kind of fall in and out of favor and um there was a there was an interesting um so are you familiar mike with the fannie mae home purchase sentiment index I don't think I am. I don't think many people are. It's kind of interesting. Um, Fannie Mae keeps this. It's the HPSI, the Home Purchase Sentiment Index. And it's interesting because they keep track of, you know, in this index, they keep track of buyers and um, what they're you know, what they're doing and, and how they're feeling and, and also what population, what segment of the population makes up the home buyers right now. Um, and also, you know, it checks in on how they're feeling. And so for the... Um, Uh, yeah august i was like wait i'm so confused i look down and it's like there's not not much change from july and i'm like it's september and holy smokes it was august bizarro um august just got behind us so yeah this is august data um there wasn't a whole lot of change from july to august in this um index um basically then here's the part that I wanted to, to share with you and the listeners is that the percent of respondents who expect home prices to increase over the next 12 months um, declined a little bit. Um, so looking forward one year, a month ago, 46 percent of people expected home prices to increase, and now that number down to 40. Um, and they're at the, at the other end of that spectrum, by the way. 24% of consumers polled believed that home prices would decline over the next 12 months. So we've talked about this topic ad nausea. We don't need to go into great detail here. I would count myself in the side of believing that home prices are likely to increase next year. Um, I have tough time finding any sort of support for the position that home prices are going to go down um, until this morning. I was reading another piece that, um, that I thought was kind of interesting uh, bringing up uh, kind of a detailed walkthrough of some of the Fed minutes from the last meeting and Ooh. they talked about home price inflation and they talked about how the Fed's accommodative policies in terms of low interest rate but also the purchasing of mortgage-backed securities and treasuries was holding mortgage interest rates artificially low and the focus of the discussion was about the fact that with these you know market manipulating tools that are purposefully holding rates down that mm-hmm. it's causing accelerated home price appreciation i don't feel like Absolutely. that's very debatable right i mean uh, that's kind of a given
3: yeah I and mean, well it's it's a science economics is a science you you put a beaker together and you put enough chemicals in that thing that aren't supposed to be in it you can you can have
2: a weird outcome. Yeah, a chemical reaction, which chemical is reaction. 20% home price appreciation uh going through the economic woes of a pandemic cycle. Um <laughs> you know, it's yeah. kind of kind of crazy to think about the level of appreciation that we're at. Um and you know, so so in, at any rate, um I don't want to jump around too much. I, while we're talking home prices and appreciation during this last week, since we did the last show, there was a few data points worth mentioning. Um, one of them is the case Schiller home price index. Um, they showed a 2.2% month over month average increase and an 18.6% on the year over year. Um, as I was reading that, I wondered: those numbers sound alarming to you? They sound alarming to me. Um, 18%, Eighteen percent, yeah, yeah, on the year, and then two point two on the month over month. Like if that's the current trend, then you're at a position where that's annualizing closer to twenty four percent, which is super alarming um and so then you kind of pick up this you know the feds are talking about and and this is not new conversation right that the feds have a tapering decision um that they need to make in when are they going to begin tapering And they basically just need to scale back putting more money into buying mortgage-backed securities. Um, And I think just to break it down one step further for people listening, trying to understand, when the mortgage-backed securities are being offered out for purchase, um, the value of those securities are based on who wants to buy them. And if there's a guaranteed buyer in the Fed, it keeps an appetite there because there are also other companies that want to be buying mortgage-backed securities, right? For example, um, a good example hedge of fund. yeah, hedge funder, I was going to say a life insurance company. There's companies that need this kind of low risk product in their portfolio for various reasons. Some of them are just balance sheet requirements, but, they need some of this, and in an ideal world, you would be able to walk up to the counter. You know, like say there's a mortgage-backed securities counter. You'd love to be able to walk up and say, "Hey, uh, I need to buy some mortgage-backed securities today. Uh, what's the going rate?" And they say, "Well, the going rate is is uh, 102." And you go, "Fantastic. Well, um, I'll take one." But the problem is, there's not the line's not even behind you. There are multiple other people at the counter saying well, I'll give you 103. Well, I'm prepared to pay 104. I really need these. I'm a hedge fund guy, and we need this in our portfolio for balance sheet balance reasons, right? And so you end up with this situation where there's multiple people bidding at it for various reasons, and it causes the value of those securities to be higher because there's a demand at point of sale. And so as long as the Fed is there, wanting to buy and needing to buy um, they're holding rates low by making those securities, you know, creating a demand at, at least in part for those securities. And so the, the, this is no secret. And if you guys go and check out on the web, you can find out how, you know, there's people saying going so far as to say that the fed is creating and stoking the, what would be the housing bubble here by not tapering when they should be. And so, um, you know, but we, so we know the fed has this decision to make soon. It's not new news. Um, Interesting to see that it's being talked about um, in the minutes. It's, it's um, something that I think is probably going to happen in quarter four, at least they're going to announce what their game plan is. And by the way, um, that's going to raise interest rates, right? I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. When the Fed starts tapering, we're going to see mortgage interest rates go up and um, other similar investments are going to start to increase in their yield. So that being said, um, for anybody that's waiting to refi, thinking that you've got a whole bunch of time, I think the time is running out. Um, I don't know how much longer we're going to have these low rates for. Um, but, you know, as this speak picks up, we're going to run out at some point of these lower rates. I don't think it's going to be overnight, but there's going to be a pretty good little shock to the system when the feds do announce that they're going to taper. Um, I don't know if you guys recall, but we had during the the financial bailout, basically, those the TARP program of um, – you know, from the financial crisis of 08, we had quantitative easing round one, quantitative easing round two, quantitative easing round three was called operation twist. And each time the feds had to taper out of those, there was problems. Um, It created market volatility and concern um, and it caused interest rates to go up. So if you're waiting, I wouldn't wait. And also, before we break here, there's um, just another piece that I'll throw in. If you're not already sleepy from all this boring tech talk, um, uh, producer price index came out Um this friday um which is just showing you know what it costs producers to produce the goods that we're consuming um as a measure of you know forward-looking inflation and we found out that um we've got a 0.7 percent increase here for the month of august uh, July was a whole percent increase. So year over year, the index has risen 8.3%. Now that's, right. that's a big increase. Um, that's the largest increase since November of 2010. Uh, yep. When you dig into those numbers a little bit more, most of the gain came from health, beauty, and optical goods um, trailing behind in a distance. Fourth was um, food, which was really tugged into the higher price column by the cost of meat uh mike you said you're going to costco today to pick up some meat so expect to pay more I sure is. Yeah, and then um, and then also, uh, of course, they always release with this the metric of taking out food and energy for everybody that doesn't eat or drive. Uh, wave your hand if that's you. Um, the bicycling breatharian um, is happy to to read that the uh, core PPI without food and energy is only at plus point three percent and only six point three percent on the year over year. Um, by the way, I am tying this into the the current conversation about the Fed because these kinds of numbers increase the fear that the Fed is going to act sooner than later um, to try to somehow navigate these inflationary pressures um That honestly, we're getting to the point now where this inflation, which we dismissed as transitory for most of this year, um, the word transitory is not being kicked around too much. Now we're starting to see that the inflation seems to be not subsiding the way that we thought. And so the words that start to come out now are persistent um, and perhaps um, new. So, um, you know, do what you will with that information. But again, I would just say if you've got something to finance um, or a house that you want to buy a refi, I'd do it sooner than later because we could be in the final season of these, um, the low, low rates the feds have a formal meeting scheduled at the end of september yeah they do and we're going to get another look in the hood of uh you know under the hood of what they are thinking and what what we're moving and you know like i said the smarter the people that are smarter than i am are not anticipating an announcement about tapering at this point but i would not be surprised if it came um we also you know Well, we'll talk briefly about this jobs report when we get back. There's another kind of credit segment piece that I want to do in the middle here, but I do want to talk about last week's jobs report that came out and kind of how this feeds into these things, too. So, um, But that being said, we need to do the break here before the show gets too lopsided. So we're going to have a few minutes here, take some time out, go do what you got to do, and we'll be back in just a second with more Mortgage Matters. Stick around.
1: Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Stay tuned. More from the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending in just seconds.
4: Hey Brian from AM Sun Solar
1: here. Did you know that if you
4: own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast. The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're gonna miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805 772 26786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786.
2: Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved.
5: Just call four three. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending.
0: Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328.
6: In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley and Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust. Blakesley and Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles. Member FINRA and SIPIC.
2: Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get free approved
5: Just call 543-LOG with mortgages experts on the Central Coast, Central Coast Lending.
0: Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS number 328358.
1: You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the Mortgage Experts from Central Coast Lending. Now, back to the show.
5: Dead toe.
2: 21 rooms, but one will do all right welcome back are you back phone is off mute all right you're back I'm back the important people are here anyway um <laughs> I was listening to commercials during the break I was telling Dan um, I don't remember where we were but it was funny we were laughing um anyway i was telling dan uh i want to start advertising more for reverse mortgages i don't think people know that we do them and we don't run reverse mortgage commercials um i don't honestly i don't really know why um we should right i mean i think so Yeah. And much of the demographic of listenership to AM talk radio is like of the age where reverse mortgages are a relevant topic and 63
3: years or older.
2: Yep. Yeah. And it was fresh on my mind, um, because I just closed a reverse mortgage a couple weeks ago for, um, some fantastic folks that, um, live in San Luis Obispo and, um, really, I mean, I've done, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe of all of my career, you know, I've done less than 50 reverse mortgages. Um, if I said 50, I fear that would be an exaggeration. Um, and part of it is that we just don't advertise it that much, but, um, Anyways, we do them, you know, we're a HUD approved lender. We do reverse mortgages and we just treat it for, you know, it's it's the people that really need a reverse mortgage. It's kind of like no other loan product will meet their needs or they can't qualify um or whatever and so you end up at the reverse mortgage bucket i don't mean to make it sound like it's not a great loan but you know i just when i counsel people if there's a better option for them then usually we're going the better option route and that's just led to few reverse mortgages that coupled with the fact that we don't advertise for them so i don't think most people know we do reverse mortgages so we don't do very many is that weird is that a lot of detail Anyway,
3: you stretch that out.
2: Here's the part that I was laughing about. I was telling Dan. I was like, man, I want to start doing some commercials. Um at a minimum on KVC, and maybe we should go ahead and put commercials on like the local network news um of just like, hey you know, before you rush off and do reverse mortgages just because you love Tom Selleck, um, you know, think of us. We do reverse mortgages, and I I thought it would be so funny, Mike, if we did like um, we could get like a handful of people from the company together, or maybe a bunch of the loan officers that do reverse mortgages, and we could all do big fake mustaches um maybe even go for the full magnum pi look but you know yeah, just like Brandon Old Ferrari just kind of be yeah and just kind of be laughing you know some white linen pants but just kind of be laughing like hey you know well we're we're mortgage people that also have a mustache um so you can do your reverse mortgage with a company that's like a loan expert instead of having to rely on magnum pi who seems to really only have a mustache mustache and um the most recognizable mustache maybe in history but um he's got
3: yeah i mean the guy's got a hall of fame mustache
2: isn't it funny though there was another i saw another commercial the other day i don't even remember what they were talking about it was just joe namath um and then i saw another commercial with some other um Oh, Cindy Lauper was on a commercial for something to do with some prescription drug. Um, and my wife looks at me and goes, Oh man, like you you you're a celebrity, you know you've really hit the skids when all you can do is like push pharmaceuticals because your career is otherwise washed up. And I'm like, Yeah, it it is weird that um, and it got me thinking like how many people are making financial decisions like that working with an eight hundred number company that's well out of the area um, to do a reverse mortgage because they know Tom Selleck's mustache.
3: Yeah, I mean, marketing, kudos to them, right? They did their job. But at the end of the day, listeners, you've got to work with a loan officer that probably doesn't even have a mustache.
2: Well, and listen, yeah. Well, I can have one if, <laughs> or, you want. if it's important to I will. I can
3: assure you that Selleck's not going to pop in there at the end and say, hey, I really appreciate you signing these loan docs for a reverse well, and, mortgage
2: and you know what's tricky i'm gonna i'm gonna um tread lightly here but bear with me um the reverse mortgage customers that i just helped were in their uh wifey is late 70s and husband is um late 80s okay I recognize that there are plenty of super techie, very computer competent, capable, and enjoy their time on the computer people that are in their late eighties. Um, I recognize there are people in their late eighties. People are, there are people in their sixties, seventies, and eighties that don't want to be techie, right? They're not scanning documents and doing clever cell phone applications and all the other things that go along with it, and so that's just that's one of the big differences I think is that if you work with a company like ours where we're in town, um, and and this was the case with these folks that I just closed this reverse mortgage for, um, we met in person, and yes, uh, we put on our masks and we were careful. But we had to meet in person because they don't do that stuff. Um, Mr. uh, The Hubby, no email at all. Doesn't even have an email address. And the idea of setting one up for him to accomplish a reverse mortgage was not going to happen. So this was literally like an old school thing. We signed with pen and paper. Um, Our meetings consisted of them bringing in documents for me to copy. And doing that in a in a face to face setting because that's what they needed, and so I just know if you call one of the you know the Tom Selleck eight hundred number, they don't have an ability to do that with you. You're going to get caught doing email or fax or whatever, scanning your documents through Kinkos or is there Kinkos anymore?
3: Did I, I, I just date uh, myself
2: I, like twenty I, years?
3: Yeah, you are. You're definitely catering to all those reverse mortgage clients kinko's is probably somewhere in the midwest but not
2: here (laughs) but but anyway you get the point right i mean it's i was just so anyways i was thinking we should advertise that and maybe mike maybe we should do in a in a week or two maybe we should do like a reverse mortgage segment where we can talk about um You know the valuation of your home and yeah uh, get into the numbers over those things
3: there was a period of my career where i i i decided not to go down that path but i was nerding out on all the benefits of the reverse mortgage loan and not just like not having a mortgage payment but you know getting a 10-year check having turning it into like a quasi retirement payment and using the assets of your home. And I would love to have that conversation. I don't want to open up Pandora's box now because the next thing we know, we'll have to end the show.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm sitting here thinking right now that like, it's such a conversation that needs to be had. And probably now more than ever because of COVID, you know, Um, so many seniors are, Uh You know, just in the higher risk group to COVID. And I know that, I mean, and Mike, you used to have a separate retirement podcast that you guys were doing, but um, a lot of folks, a lot of our seniors lately have come up short in retirement years and been choosing to work longer than they anticipated or maybe they even anticipated working long but mm-hmm. you know taking jobs doing things that have them out of the house and working where i could just imagine that today that's even harder to come by um baffling and- statistics uh, more people over the
3: age of 65 than ever have outstanding credit card debt and get this student loans still wow it's crazy to me. So they made it they might have gone back for a second degree or higher learning or or some of them
2: or helped a kid. Like,
3: yeah, exactly. They helped their kids where you sign off for the kid and it's on their credit. But it's the number one asset that you have equity in that you can tap into that people just don't think of is your home because there we so much of the industry. The finance industry is teaching you how to like put money into an IRA and think about, you know, all this tax deferred uh, yeah. vehicles. And you've realized that those things are great, that you have to have them in your plan. But far more valuable is the equity in your real estate that you live in.
2: Yeah. Well, and Especially you know, if
3: you've lived in that house for 20, 25, 30 years, I mean, that thing is just primed to to put its arms around you and take you into the last golden years of your life with no payment and even tapping into things that you can pay for adult living care facilities. Sure.
2: You know, what's funny too. Um, I was having a conversation with one of one of the seniors that I did a reverse mortgage for where they had income, right? That was a little bit of social security, a little bit of pension, a small pension, not enough to live on. But then they were also tapping um, assets that were, you know, like their own stock accounts that they had saved over their lifetime and... Right. We sat down with their their financial planner and just said, hey, well, hang on a minute. You guys are selling stocks every single month to generate income to service a mortgage that is pretty unnecessary given that there's an option of doing a reverse mortgage. And mm-hmm. so, yes, I mean, first of all, the reverse mortgage is the most misunderstood loan that ever happened in any industry ever. I mean, there's so many myths and misconceptions about it that it's mind blowing. Um, People think they lose their house or their kids don't get their house or their grandkids are not going to get an inheritance because they got a reverse mortgage. Um, None of those things are true.
3: Well, they were at one time, Jay, but HUD's done a good job putting into law certain clauses now. Yeah.
2: but So like in this case, though, when we sat down with the financial planner and the client, we figured this out. It's like, well, the stock market returns historically are much better in terms of percentages than are this interest rate of doing a reverse mortgage. So essentially, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul by depleting one asset in order to pay another asset. But the Home value goes up and down independent of its mortgage amount, doesn't it?
3: Oh, and don't forget, as you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, Uncle Sam's got his hand out for his cut. Correct.
2: And so when you get down into it.
3: That now is turned into income that, you know, every time you touch wealth, that's when Uncle Sam shows up.
2: Right. And so when they first came, they said, well, I don't want to get a reverse mortgage because my loan balance grows and then my kids are going to inherit less money. And I said, I understand that, but you're selling a position in the market that has historically much higher percentage of a return than does the interest cost for the loan. So you're probably, you know... Barring some kind of an unforeseen crash due to risky investments or whatever, you probably are just not thinking about this in a in a holistic way. And it, it, the end result, by the way, was that they got a reverse mortgage so that they could stop selling stock. And I yeah. and that was like you know seven years ago or something. And oh I should God. go back and look at that again oh because they probably. The interest rates remained historically low, right? And they probably made so much money in those stock positions that it was just way smarter. So, anyhow.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, um,. You should go back and talk to them. We need them to call into the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also though, I mean here now we basically just burned up the middle segment of the show talking about reverse mortgages and we're not even getting into the chunky part of it. Um, it's probably going to, when we go through this thoroughly, it's probably a multi-episode piece, but we um, before we take the the last commercial break here of the hour i just want to remind and offer to all of you guys if you've been thinking about a reverse mortgage um if you think you know about them and you just are too smart to call tom selick and you just want some honest truthful dialogue about whether or not this is a good fit for you um I mean, Mike and I personally will take your phone I got a ton of Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. I can are one in the meeting. I can grow a mustache with enough warning. Um, I prefer not to because it tickles my nose and stuff, but I can if, if it's important to you. We'd have um,
3: to talk to Dan about leasing the Ferrari, though.
2: I don't have a plug. <laughs> I would really love um, to help and be counsel if you guys need that help. Give us a call at the office. It's 805 eight zero five five four three five six two six, and and we'll help you. Um, we can answer your questions. And the other thing I would say too, if you're nervous about making that phone call, after we talk, the very first thing that you're required to do is to do a counseling session with a HUD counselor. Um, it's That's right. Of no relation to us. No, it's, we can't do an app. we're completely unrelated to that process and we're not a part of it we're not on the call or at the meeting they want to make sure that you're getting the straight talk about what's true and that you understand how it works and that your questions are answered from a person that's not a commission driven salesperson um, and so there's a there's those um, and by the way they also want your um, executor to be there with you so so um, they understand too. So the the process is it's built and shrouded in education, and it matters. And so um, again, if you if you want to if you want to tip dip your toe into the waters there and talk with us first, go ahead, um, give us a buzz. I'm gonna go ahead and do first uh, or the last commercial break here of the episode, and then we'll be back um, to talk about what remains. Um, So, stick around after this short break for more Mortgage Matters.
1: It's time to pay some bills. Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Stay tuned. More from the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending in just seconds.
4: Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if you're your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit Visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786.
2: Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre approved.
5: Just call 543 Low. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending.
0: Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number three two eight. Hi,
2: this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today.
5: Just call five four three 4 3 are the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending.
0: Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number three. Two, eight, three, five, eight.
6: In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley and Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust. Blakesley and Blakesley, for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Come to Blakesley and Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria and Paso Robles. Member FINRA
2: and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved.
5: Just call five four three. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending.
0: Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. And number 328358. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on
1: KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Now, back to the show.
2: All right, we are back. Um, How much time do we have left, Jay? Oh, uh, a little less than ten minutes. Okay, something like that. Yeah. Um. Got, we got all reverse mortgagey during the middle, and then. F- uh, I messed up the whole rhythm of this thing, Mike. I'm sorry. It's
3: okay. Let's put a pin in the reverse mortgage and get back to it, though. But listeners, you know, like Jay said before the break 805 543 loan, 805 543 5626. Let's have a discussion. Jay or I can just discuss what are the chess pieces on your board here and if a reverse mortgage makes sense. But let's do that in two weeks because I think it's, I think the timing is right. And yeah. there's a lot of products out there that have, improve because as the baby boomers are aging other banks are realizing that they can compete with what fha has out there for reverse so we can go into some of those as well yep we'll get really nerdy we'll get into how the the value of your home increases the guaranteed you know appraisal value all that jazz yeah um but i do think it's time just from a public service announcement to speak to some of those quickly here that have been in forbearance. Do you still think we have time to do that, Jay?
2: Yeah. You know, I think, and you're, you're right. We do. Um, and, and we'll do a flyby on this. Um, we don't need to get super technical, but I just, um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about in terms of this, um, situation of people that, that took advantage of some of the forbearance, the COVID forbearance plans that have been offered in the last, um, has it been 18 months
3: both so started in started in april so april for yeah per near 17 months
2: yeah um so there's been a lot of people that have um taken advantage of doing one of these covid forbearance programs and most of the people are out of the programs now, um, but they're they're showing up to get refis, and um, they're tricky. And I think two things. First is um, Mike. Mike is working on a transaction right now that we. Have reasonable certainty to believe is going to be successful. We just
3: got the payoff we needed yesterday. It's good. We're just over the mountain range
2: with those of the. This is a loan where I don't hesitate even a little bit to say that nine out of (laughs) ten lenders would look at this and just say no. I'm sorry, we can't do a loan for you. Um, And I think that that's really disheartening. Um, And what I just want to remind everybody is that we will work with you. We'll take a deep breath and figure out what needs to be done in order to make these things appear the way that the agencies want them to show up. And um, to provide a little bit of color to what that means is if you didn't pay say your mortgage is $2,500 a month and you didn't pay your mortgage for six months, you have a balance due now of $15,000 on your mortgage. And Mm -hmm. maybe they paid your property taxes in there Mm -hmm. or they They renewed your homeowner's insurance.
3: Yeah. So, yes, So let's say another six grand,
2: you know, could be, And so you're in the hole maybe for $20,000 of past payments. And for a few months there, um, when we got these phone calls about, hey, I'm in a COVID forbearance and I need to know what to do. I need to refi. I want to take advantage of these lower rates. One of the challenges was you had to have been out of your forbearance program and making your mortgage payment again for three months before you'd be eligible for a refi really super simply what they what the agencies kind of think happens with that rule right there is that at the end of your forbearance they go hey mike uh you owe us 21 grand um understand you want to start paying again congratulations welcome back you owe us 21 grand so will that be checker cash and if you pay it checker cash um and you've made three months of your payment again. Good to go. Um, yep. Does that sound normal or like the norm to you? No. The people no that took co- the, the COVID forbearance help, they didn't have the 21 grand they lost their income right they yeah there's not
3: that many people that were like well wait a minute i can just bank this
2: and not pay my mortgage no i mean i don't doubt those people were out there and they did it uh, for
3: a couple months and then what happened is they either listened to the show where we were echoing to them every week pay your mortgage if you have the money or they realized this is not going to end well no I well, can't, and not pull around with my shelter.
2: Well, yeah. And what's, so you're taking a holiday, an elective holiday from making your mortgage payment because somehow you're allowed to do that. How long is that going to go on for? And then what's going to happen at the end? And it, and it got those people back on track pretty quick. Yeah. That being said, we had other people, and you guys can imagine who they were. They're bar owners, restaurant employees, gym employees, movie theater owners and employees. You know, all these things that were well shuttered for a long time. Um, yeah. Those or guys retirees, missed.
3: retirees with real estate, right? Sure. They're, they're aren't getting
2: rents tenants not paying the rent guess what you know it all goes downhill so um at any rate if you if you were part of that covid forbearance thing um it's not simple getting out of it um getting paying again is pretty simple Being able to do a refi or buy a new home now is not very simple. And so um, one of the things that became very obvious to me um, and Mike, because we were talking about this the other day, is that most of the time I'd venture to say that if you have a past due balance on your mortgage, um, I would say nine out of ten lenders are just going to say, I'm sorry, no, no. what comes on the payoff demand, and oftentimes an accompanying letter from your servicer explaining that the balance due is not a lien. Um, there, anyway, there's specific verbiage, and there's ways that this needs to happen to make it work, and so, um. I just want to let all of you guys know that if you were told you can't refi because of how the the forbearance was reported or how it how it worked for you, um, reach out to us. Let's us offer you some help and some guidance. Um, you know, I think most of the time we're going to be able to come up with the path forward. And um, and again, I just I don't think all lenders are confident in their knowledge and able to do that and so you can call mike or myself um, and again uh the phone number one phone number rings all of our offices it's 805 805- five, four, three loan. Um, or you can venture on over to the website at centralcoastlending.com. Um, there's a spot where you can meet our staff and, you know, you can go find me or go find Mike. If you guys want some help, um, we'll it, it, by the way, we have four mics. So you're looking for Mike points if you're going there. Um, and you know, we'd be happy to, to be able to help you figure out what your path forward is. Um, and then additionally, As we're down to the final housekeeping piece of the show here, like we discussed early in the episode, um, there's not a lot of reason to believe rates are going down from here. If you've been waiting... um, this is your official notice. Don't wait anymore. Um, if you have a refinance need, let's do it. If you want to buy a house, it's a good time to buy a house while these rates are still low. Um, it all adds up. And so I um, just want to thank you guys for listening today. Mike, for being a great co host with those warm, welcoming, knowledgeable pipes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. We will be back next week with more Mortgage Matters, and we wish you all health and happiness.